episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Dale. Hello. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, that's awesome. I love your background. That album cover. Thanks. Uh, yeah, like floating in space. Yeah, right. It's better than what's really in the background. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm curious now. <laughs> what's it's really in the background? N- n- nothing exciting, really. A table. A table. <laughs> A haunted table. But um, it could be. It's floating in space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see it just go on the background. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it's good to talk to you, bro. Right on. How's Brizzy? What's that? Sorry. You're 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 calling from Brisbane, right? Oh, I'm on the Gold Coast, so I'm a little oh, okay. further down. Which I'm pretty sure you played here before. Yeah, we have. The big day out. Uh. Yes, the big day off. Well, it was Phantomos. Yeah, oh. but I think Melvin Melvin's might have done it too. I, we did a, 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 a sound wave, I think. Yes, that was in Bruce. Might have been there too. Yeah, okay. See, this is what happened, and, and I was sitting there when I was I was trying to go back through all the times that I've seen you play live, and I know I've seen you several times, and it was Tool was one sound wave, yeah. but I know I'd seen you somewhere else, and I can't remember. Where that was, um, yeah. I mean, well, we've done a bunch of touring on our own too, besides doing. Festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so could have been that. Oh, mate, somewhere I, it'll come to me later. I'm just, I was probably insanely drunk and 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 just being no way. Yeah, wow. <laughs> At a show, what are you gonna do, right? It was, you, you guys like to drink, don't you? We 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 do. We do when we, you know, not so much. It's okay. Not so much. These days. I don't know. Yeah. Getting old, mate. I'm getting old. But yeah, I know. It catches up to you, doesn't it? <laughs> it I can't do it anymore. I cannot. Yeah. I can't do the hangover. Yeah, I know. It sucks. <laughs> I can't do it either. Nah, three drinks and I'm, and I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. We've got to go home. Yeah. At o'clock. But um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So not, not very rock and roll anymore, but oh, well. I know, I know. What happened <laughs> those days? What happened those days? But um, mate, I, I am I am like a, a shirt just floating in space, aren't I? I I like that. That that's cool. I tried that once, but it just made me look even. Better. So I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I look like you know. What do you What do you have those? Is it Thanksgiving parades over there? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I look like one of those, and I was like, which is com- coming up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep, it's next Thanksgiving is on Thursday, this coming Thursday. Well, I've got some American friends and they're celebrating it today. So Really? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing it early. So we're going over okay. there and they're cooking up a feed and, and we're going to have some beers and do the thing, which is kind of exciting. Great. That sounds yeah. like fun. It does. Yeah, yeah. I'm not used to those traditions. We just, you know, have beers. Eating, eating and drinking beer? I know what's wrong with me. Come on, there, there, there must be some kind of a uh, 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 excuse for people to get together and gorge themselves. That's right. Get wasted. 
and not scream at family. Is that a thing? You know, you always see it in the movies. Yeah. You know. No. I have, I, yeah, I shouldn't say anything. I got a friend who told me <laughs> he's got uh, uh, some pretty funny stories about about uh, holiday dinners gone wrong, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> where everything's a disaster. A real, you know, like one of those you ruined Christmas type. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's also coming up, and I'll probably hear a lot of that. But that's okay. That's all right. Well, <laughs> that's what you got to do a couple of times a year. But, uh, mate, Melvins, you guys. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's up there. Uh, recently, yeah. recently released your new album, Bad Mood Rising. And, uh, mate, I loved how it was like a surprise. Like, Yeah. It was, well, it, I guess the reason why is because we're – we didn't know when we were going to get the vinyl uh, and we're, we're waiting on that. We didn't want to announce it and then, and then not have it come out for, you know, six months or whatever. So we're waiting on the vinyl to have everything ready to go before announcing it. And then the vinyl kind of showed up early and didn't, you know, like, like, Hey, surprise. So, uh, Amrep, we've worked this record with Amphetamine Reptile this time too. Hmm. Um, and, um, so they kind of quickly were, stuffing records and, and getting it ready to go so and we were already on tour i mean you know i think it was just kind of a weird well coming out of the pandemic pandemic it was kind of weird anyway you know like we uh, booked a bunch of touring and we'd made this record uh, a year ago wow. uh july so we'd have we've had it ready to go for a while you know seems, seems like so long ago <laughs> no, it, but, yeah i don't even know what happened over the last couple of years I'm trying to think. Yeah, I know it's weird, huh? But uh, that's that's cool. You got your vinyl, man. I still know dudes that are that are like waiting. Yeah, vinyl. You know, it's 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 insane. I've had this. I've, I've told a few bands this, where we've got JB Hi-Fi down here, which is like our big music chain place, and then mm. you go there, and they'll have maybe one copy of an album that you want, if you're lucky. But then there's like a brick of like Harry Styles or or one of those mainstream artists. Sure. And you're like, man, it's been it's been the same brick of vinyl that's been sitting there. Cause I, I don't I don't know, maybe I'm just but I say we take all that, we melt it down and we give it to bands like yourselves that the fans sure. really appreciate. Collect. Well, every everybody made a record at the same time, which is part of the problem. You know, everybody was yeah. locked up. So, so uh, it was like, what are we going to do? Okay, make records. So that's kind of why there's this log jam, I think, right now. I mean, the fact that, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not, they're not, uh, there's not a bunch of companies pressing vinyl mm. either, you know. So um, that also uh, it contributes to the shortage, I'm sure, you know. But, you know, hopefully by next year, when our next record comes out, it won't be such a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we beat everybody to the punch by making a new record before everybody else. <laughs> You're good at that though. You guys are so are. productive. Hey, we might we might have already started. You don't know. <laughs> oh really? Maybe. It's been a while. I mean, if you think about it, since our last since we recorded our last record, it's been over well over a year. We're usually pretty busy. So Oh, yeah, but I won't say anything. I mean, you know, let's talk about this new one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> rather yeah. than rather than we won't try, we won't try and travel too far into the future. <laughs> but you know, it's a coming. little bit. We know it's coming. 
I mean, we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we can a little bit because, I mean, we definitely have some big plans for next year. It's going to be our 40th year anniversary. So, and definitely we plan on heading south. And that would be really great. We'd really want to come down there and oh, play mate. again. We would love to see you again. That sounds That's amazing. the plan. Especially for 40 yeah. years, dude. That's, that's an yeah. incredible achievement for any band. Like, it's a bit, it's lucky that bands last 10 years. You know, how's that? Oh, I know. Or 10 minutes, even, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's always someone. But, um, how, how is that? Like, looking back on your career, and, and that's one thing, I'll be honest. Like, when I was, I was coming in to, to do this interview with you, it, you've got done so much stuff that it's like, where do you, where do you even begin? Obviously, we're talking the new album. I don't know. But you yeah. crammed God, in in 40 years, dude. Like, you know. Quite a lot. Yeah, man. What a ride. Yeah. I know. It doesn't seem that long. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. No, it doesn't really. But, I mean, we've played, you know, thousands of shows and made a ton, tons of records. So, and hopefully there's no end in sight. Do you think... um? Nah, we're not someone. But have you got something planned to tie in with the forty years, other than touring? Um, well, we're working on some special stuff to have to have come out for it. So, yeah, there's some plans, and so that's super exciting because I know so yeah. many fans down here, dude. Like, and they're not just fans. That's the thing about Melvins is that you, you, there's no casual Melvins fan. There's not someone that's just like, oh, you're just, like your fans are a rabid, like obsessive, know everything, which is, yeah. just, you know, it's cool, man. Yeah, it's great. I mean, definitely. We we, we uh, don't take it for granted, for sure. But they collect everything too. Like I, I've, I, I've got right. mates who just, you know, they've got all the, all the vinyls, all the things. Right. Well, we're big collectors too, so. You know, we like we like uh, 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 making that kind of stuff, and um, it's fun, fun, and, fun art stuff. Yeah, and they make stuff too. I saw like on the Instagram that they, like people make figurines, and do you keep all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, um, right. There's um, well, there's this woman who made these dolls recently that are really cool. Um, she she does this. Uh, it, it's like a knitted doll, and she's done other people too but she did these Melbourne's ones and I was really impressed. And uh, yeah, she gave them to us. It was really cool. Um, and very nice of her to do that. It was, uh, yeah, her, her, her thing is called Punk Pixels. If you want to look up her stuff on Instagram, she yeah. just did, uh, I just saw her do uh, uh, Ian McKay from, from uh, Minor Threat Fugazi. Yeah. And uh, John, John Brandon from Negative Approach, Laughing Hyenas. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> have you got it in the jam room? Have you got like I don't know, like we've at our our jam room, we've kind of got a wall of where we put our our geek posters or our memories and stuff. Have you got like a shrine at your jam space where you collect all that stuff? Kind of. Um, it, I mean, there's some of our stuff, but it's mostly other stuff like like that we're into at our space. Um, but I've got a lot of stuff. I keep everything. And I, I've hung some some of it up, you know. I was kind of a little bit against it at first, but then some of the art's just so nice. Like I've got some Junko Mizuno posters that I really like, and then um, I don't know. My family likes it too, 
you know, so I don't feel so bad about like putting up a Melvin's poster if it's something that they're into. That's cool. It always, yeah. and because I know, like, let's be honest, my wife hates this room. Um, but <laughs> I got my own room. I, yeah, I've got you know, I've got my room that I can have stuff in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta have your space, man. You gotta have it, you know. But then, right, you know, it's like me; it gets out of control. But um, back no to problem. the album. <laughs> you gotta do it. Back to the album. I mean, I love how you know it's forty-one minutes with only six songs. Uh, yeah, fifteen minutes long, which is pretty epic. When you you know when you're writing stuff like this, do you do you sort of start from the beginning? Do you have it all planned out, or is it more like riff here, riff here, and then? Uh, I mean, Buzz does most of the songwriting, and um, you know, he and Stephen for this record, it's something that we haven't really done for a, quite a while. Is like make demos. The demos actually just turned into the record. Um, and that's because usually when whenever we've done demos in the past, we're always trying to like make it sound like that. So uh, those guys went, went off and did some demos just on like computer with like, you know, drum machine or whatever. And, um, you know, I'm sure Buzz had some riffs and some ideas, but they kind of put it all together in a pretty short amount of time and then uh, brought it back. And... Um, you know, it was pretty together once I heard it. And so I just, I just recorded on top of the demos and then we just uh, went from there. You know? you- so that's something very different than, than a normal way that we would do it. Usually we would like sit there and like come up with a riff and finish the song and then, you know, do whatever, you know, record it right then or whatever. You know? yeah, I, I guess it'd be very different from the early days of just jamming out in a room. Cause not everyone had like, or, or like a little tape player. Is that how you go? Sure. Back in the day, like with demos, you just had a little little cassette player, and it just come out all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's all on the phone, you know. Yeah. So same thing. It's just like yeah, riffs on a phone. Um, yeah, usually when we're working on stuff, Buzz will come in with songs or riffs or parts or whatever, and um, he'll sit there with the phone and try to remember them, and then we'll jam them out and work out songs. You know, it's pretty easy for us to come up with something. Um, yeah, and he's got no shortage of songs. <laughs> Never has. <laughs> what a legend. I mean, you yeah. Know, you know, I, I love what you guys do. I love what absolutely what, love what you guys do, you know. But you know, over the last couple of years, obviously it's it's been very difficult for a lot of bands. But how did you guys yeah. support each other as as not only bandmates, but mates in general, going through what everyone was going through? Oh, I mean, well, um, yeah, I mean, we still talked all the time. And I think, um, you know, like right when the pandemic was happening, I mean, we were supposed to go. Actually, I, I was. I, I also play with uh, Stephen, our bass player, in Red Cross. Yes. Who who we uh, we brought down to Australia last time we were there. Um, and we were getting ready to go to Europe to do a tour when everything kind of fell apart. So, um you know, there was maybe a couple month period where we just kind of didn't see each other, talked on the phone and, and we're just kind of, I mean, you know, nobody knew what was happening really. So we didn't know that we were going to be uh, locked down as long as we were. So, but I think, you know, we maybe let a couple months go by before we started working again together. And um, one of the things we did was, um, well, people were doing live streaming concerts, you know, from the rehearsal room type of thing. 
And we're like, we could do something like that, but we don't want it to be, we don't want it to be like that. We don't want it to look like we're playing in our rehearsal room or in our house or whatever. Um, and we don't necessarily want to do a full concert and have it be a one-time deal. So we came up with this idea of doing uh, our own TV show, Melvin's TV. And I don't know if he caught any of it, but it was, um, it was uh, us doing performances and then uh, us also interviewing each other which uh, was pretty pretty goofy and pretty funny. And then there'd, there'd always be some kind of little opening skit type of thing, which involved um, going to some destination, picking up some random item and meeting me at my truck. I, I, I need to, is it still up there somewhere? Is it on YouTube and stuff? I haven't seen this. There, well, I mean, it, it, um, I don't know if it is right now. It's, it was like, you know, it was a pay thing. It might, it might be on YouTube or it might be pieces of it, but I mean, it's been out for a while now. So, um, I mean, eventually I think it'll all come out on, you know, DVD or something, or if anybody cares about DVDs or something, you know, you'll be able to see it, but it was pretty fun. And, um, we put up, green screens at our studio and and did a bunch of crazy graphics and editing for it so it came out pretty good we did like three three and a half episodes um it was a lot of work yeah um, but, but you know we did that and then we also did uh, a record where we did about 35 songs all acoustic yes it came out called called five-legged dog yes so yeah man. we did that probably about halfway through the pandemic just you know, knowing we wanted to do another record, have something come out, but that we probably might not be able to tour it. Mm. So it's almost like a, 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 a recording a greatest hits record, but acoustically, as acoustic as the Melvins get, which you know is still pretty heavy. <laughs> well, that's it's it's funny because uh, my mate Ollie, shout out to Ollie, he went and saw Buzz play, and he was like, "Oh, he, acoustic, yeah, yeah, acoustic in Brisbane," um, and he's like. You know, I thought there'd be like these, like mellowed out versions, and it was it was gonna be like all these weird interpret. And he's like, "Nah, he just played it straight, and everyone just loved exactly." Yeah, kinda. And it was like they he loved the energy of it. Like he said, it was really fucking cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's funny because people uh, uh, accuse him of like, well, they just sound like Melvin songs. He's like, well, I write all the songs. I mean, <laughs> what do you think they're gonna sound like? Uh, but yeah, he's he's um, uh, he's got some future plans for that as well. Um, and well, before the pandemic, he was gonna go on a big major tour. Mm. Um, he uh, had done a record with Trevor Dunn, yeah, and they were gonna do like a world tour. So uh, that got put on hold. Um, but eventually I think it's something that will do, but we'll do a bunch of stuff first. <laughs> yeah. I got it, man. You must be hanging for it. I mean, you've had a really good year, but well, it looks at we the did. ministry and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really great tour. We did like 108 shows this year. So I think that's, that's great. You know, is it different? It was out? good. But did you, did you find like it was, you know, because obviously you've been doing this for 40 years that you said, uh, you might get a bit wary of the right. You're just like, Oh man, another, Another another town, but did you did you did it help you sort of fall in love with, with the road a little bit again? I think so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just it, since it was since it was such a long time that we had been out on the road, it just at first just kind of felt weird, surreal, like like weird that we're here, <laughs> you know, playing shows, and you know, it was still 
we didn't really know what to expect. We didn't know if everybody would be masked up the whole time, how strict things would really be. It wasn't so bad. You know, there's a few places that, that um, I mean, it was, it was kind of like up to the individual mostly. Um, major cities here were a lot more tight as far as mandates and things like that. But I mean, um, I don't, it was pretty, it was pretty loose. By the time we went out on tour, it was pretty loose. So it was great. I could imagine going out with Uncle Al. It would have been pretty, uh, pretty loose. <laughs> I mean, the, the, those guys were all super cool. Like everybody that's involved with their band was, you know, their crew and, and all the band guys are really, really great. And um, that was, I could, I can't think of like a better tour for us to do coming out of the pandemic. Mm. You know, we liked it because we didn't have to play a full set, but still yeah. could like, <laughs> you know, well, we'd still really, you know, had, had a balls out 40 minute set. That was great. You know, I think we did well every night. Uh, and then, yeah, just playing with those guys was great. Really, really fun tour. Do you we prefer, had a great time. Do you prefer playing like um, like big supports like that than, than your own shows? Or do you prefer doing your own shows? Because, I mean, as you said, you can get out there, you can smash it out, and there's, there's I guess, a little less pressure. Doing your own shows? Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I'm more comfortable doing our own headlining shows for sure. But I like doing those kinds of shows too. Uh, we did a lot of that stuff um, in you know the mid-90s when we were on Atlantic Records. We did a lot of support slots and really tried to sell the band. And you know it was definitely tough at times. But then after doing all that and going back to doing headlining shows, it just felt just better. Yeah, it's better. Man. But – I really liked that tour. That was a fun tour to do, and we would do it again for sure. No problem. What's well, you know talking about the nineties? I discovered you guys on the soundtrack to Demon Knight. Oh right, instant like I, it's there it is. I got the VHS. Oh, but, oh nice. And it was it, it was cool, man. Like I, for me back in the day, like you get a soundtrack and you you go through the bands and and you go oh, i'd heard about the melvins because we didn't have the internet back then in those days we just had right you know no mobiles we just had pans with string and, and all that shit so yeah you know i remember <laughs> i do too we used that you know we we want to send a text we just throw a pigeon out the window but um when i you know i i discovered you guys did you find that you know doing those things like soundtracks and stuff was was pretty helpful for the band in in terms of you know financial assistance or or opening you up to other you know other fan base well we didn't have as much soundtrack stuff as we would have liked <laughs> i mean some i wish people you know we we always thought our stuff was pretty was perfect for movies and, and things yeah. like that so you know i wish there was more but i mean you know yeah for sure i mean um those things, you know, definitely helped. I mean, obviously the biggest thing that helped was us being uh, associated with the Nirvana guys, you yes. know, and people are still interested in that. So, and we understand that, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, some, there's a, 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 every once in a while, somebody will mention like, you know, Oh, I heard your song on, on this TV show or, you know, yeah, I wish there was more of that stuff. 
<laughs> Talking about the TV shows, how was this? I was watching, uh, well, my kids were watching TV and I walked out and they're watching that Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, I, I, like, that's a good one. I, I sort of like reversed back and I looked over. And I'm like, <laughs> like, <laughs> the Melvins. I'm like, that was the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. I had explained how, why I was laughing so hard because it was so like unexpected. You know, the, yeah. I was like, sit down, kids. I'm going to tell you about the Melvins. But um, yeah, that would have been a trip, man. How'd that happen? Yeah, that's really funny because my kids were watching Uncle Grandpa um, one day and I'm like, what's this show? They're like, oh, it's Uncle Grandpa. And I'm like, watching I'm like, this is really cool. It's really psychedelic and, and, and weird and like, you know, stoner TV almost. And um, I, it was like, not even a week later, uh, I went over to uh, the studio that we record at and have a um, rehearse at. And there's this band in there recording with um, with our engineer. And uh, uh, they're like, oh, we work on this show called Uncle Grandpa. Really? Oh, I just saw that show. It's great. I'm like, oh, really? Well, we're interested to see if you guys would want to be on the show. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And so, yeah. They wrote this whole episode around the band and we came in and did voiceovers and it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was pretty blown away that we we're on that. Yeah, it's, a, cool. it's a really good cartoon. <laughs> and is he rock up? Was it, <laughs> I, I would buzz gets dropped off in the egg. Yeah, it's so, it's so weird. It's... I mean, it's such a weird-ass cartoon. I love it. <laughs> I, I love that, you know, that the cartoons like that are still weird. Like, I, I don't know what effect that'll have on my kids later down in life, but I know what Ren and Stimpy did to me. And, uh, right. Uh, well, there's even some weirder cartoons that are just like so out there. I'm just like, what is this? You know, like, oh God, there was something such a weird cartoon that my kid was watching the other day. It was just, it was it was totally off the wall i don't know how to describe it like it was just it was so weird avant-garde and and surreal <laughs> and funny too it was just like like somebody's just i mean it's just like you're watching a cartoon you feel like on your mushrooms or something <laughs> <laughs> i reckon they write that stuff on mushrooms i reckon that's probably it's probably in their in their little little uh writer's room they're just like let's, just, let's go down the rabbit hole but um i heard they used to you know well not mushrooms but i heard that like pee the uh peewee's playhouse that they were stoners so. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, surprise me. doesn't surprise yeah. me at all but uh man uh you know uh, of course uh man i've kept you a while here i'm sorry if I've, I've held you up no worries but uh mate uh you know what, what's what's the future looking like for melbourne's Good. I mean, we've got a few gigs lined up for next year um, that are already announced. So we're kind of booking stuff around that. And yeah, like I said, we're hoping to make it back down there. Um, yeah, there'll be all kinds of fun stuff for sure yeah. happening happening next year. I, I can't wait. I really can't wait to see you guys down here again. It's going to be so yeah. long flight. I feel it's a long flight, but it's it, it's fine. <laughs> we're used to it. All right, that's awesome. Well, uh, hey Dale, thank you so much again for hanging out on the show, and uh, I yeah, really thanks. Appreciate it. You know, I, right I, on. thanks for having me. That's all right, man. Well, it's it's, it's like five o'clock in the morning here, and I don't usually get up for anyone oh, wow. like getting up that early for Dale. So, well, thank you. Yeah, 
you I didn't it didn't I didn't mean it to be so early. So I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's I it's an it's totally fine. I just hope my, my uh I, I made sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> you did. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'll get people watching go back going. I don't know what that dude was doing, man. He was like, <laughs> but anyway. But uh Dale, thanks again for hanging. We'll have all the links right down to uh Bad Mood Rising and uh Excellent. You take care and uh, enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas when it comes around. Yeah, thank you. I hope you guys all like the new record. We 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 love it. I love it. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank all you. Right. Okay. Take care. <laughs>